Hello, beautiful, and welcome to Finding Fertility. I'm your host, Monica Cox from FindingFertility.co, and I created this podcast to help get you to start thinking outside of the box and realize that your infertility might have nothing to do with your lady bits. Rooted in functional medicine and personal experience, Finding Fertility is all about looking at the whole body and finding the root cause of your infertility. Finding Fertility does not diagnose, prescribe, or treat any issues of infertility but what we do is take a holistic approach and improve your diet and your lifestyle to get you steps closer to creating your dream family just by being here with me listening to this podcast you're already going down the right path to making your dreams come true let's do this together Welcome to the Finding Fertility podcast. Today we have Erin on from Fertility Hope Yoga, and I'm super excited to talk about yoga because I don't think I have on this podcast. It's been a year, so I thought we need to talk about yoga. So welcome, Erin. Thank you, Monica. I'm so glad you invited me. Obviously, I'm passionate about this topic, so I'm excited to see where this conversation goes. So tell us a little bit how you got into yoga yourself. Yeah. So actually I found yoga in my early twenties and this is actually, so people ask me, did I have my own fertility journey? Right. Cause as professionals, most of us, I'd say 90% of professionals, even many fertility doctors have had their own journey. Mine was indirect starting with being an unwanted child. And as I grew in through adolescence and then in my early 20s, really awakening to what that meant. So I had a lot of healing to do. In my early 20s, I basically crashed. I was in a significant depression and to the point where I was hospitalized. And one of the ways I'd say the most powerful way I got out of that was through my yoga practice. Point, you know, that was I'm 42 now, so that was more than 20 years ago. So yoga wasn't even really a thing in the in our Western world at that point. I mean, we didn't have yoga pants. I mean, there was, you know, it was a very different thing back then. Yes. But the principles and what it gave me were absolutely life changing. And I was actually going to go to uh, veterinary school. I stopped that track, and I decided I wanted to become a yoga teacher. And Again, back then, I think my parents thought I was like crazy because it wasn't <laughs> yeah. It was not mainstream at that point. But um, I just knew. I knew in my gut. I knew in my heart. I knew that if it could help me that much, I could then help anyone else struggling. And, you know, certainly fertility, the longer it goes, the more grief, the more emotions, the more the depths of emotions that are possible and where healing is needed. And so all of this predisposed me to being able to guide. And then as my, I had my daughter, I realized so much was lacking with regards to actually cultivating health and um, an environment for within our bodies and outside of our bodies and what that meant and how to be surrounded by women. And I'm like, oh my God, we're doing this all wrong. We're doing, like, I, like, I don't want to navigate my pregnancy this way. So after I had my daughter, I'm like, no more, this is not okay for women. And I 
actually created a company where I was going to create all holistic community practices to support women in this season of their lives. I teamed up with a fertility acupuncturist. And at that time, from there, Dr. Robert Kiltz of CNY Fertility approached me and said, hey, can you come aboard? I want to create an integrative health component of my practice. So he, he's a traditional Western medicine doctor. And I said, sure. And yeah, and so all of that, see, it's very indirect, but it's all very relevant. So my relationship to how to mother myself, right? I basically grew up mothering myself and and learning how to do that. And then what it meant to be a mother and and how to make things just better for women, because it doesn't have to be just possibilities everywhere in every challenge. And that's what I stand for. And that's what I'm here for. And through yoga as a practice, man, so much becomes awakened, right? And, and possible. Now, when you started yoga, was it easy for you? Was it something no, that you naturally clicked with? No, it's still not easy for me. <laughs> I, first of all, like genetically, I'm built like we're, we're, we come, we're like steel rods in my family. Like I'm not a dancer. <laughs> I have zero grace. Like, like, like we are not flexible people. So, <laughs> so that's one thing. And that, so like checkpoint one, you don't have to look like or be anything to access yoga. And no, of course, my mind was everywhere, right? Um, Mm -hmm. Breathing, I had to learn how to breathe all differently. But I but in the beginning, I would find like, almost like little openings of like bliss, right? Like even if it was just like little tiny openings, right? Yeah. Uh Where I would find, be able to find a sense of peace while I was living turbulence, right? Chaos um, in my mind, in my body and how I was living my life. Those moments, even just the moments were enough for me to wanting to dig deeper and keep and continue to go. And it's, it's kind of like trailblazing. Nobody gives us like this nice manicured like trail. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, no, that's not, we, we have would to all be it. there already, right? We would right. all be at the top of the mountain. Right. Go left. No, <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> yeah. it's a, we have to find that and create that for ourselves. And which takes courage, which, you know, and it's definitely feel safer when you have a guide, when you feel who's been there, right? Who's done that, who knows, okay, you know, maybe not try this or try that. And yeah, we have, and then the more you practice, the more it's just like, then you do get that nice curated trail where you get to like, you know, just stroll, you know, but it takes, it's work. It's a practice. Yeah. We're human. Massively. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when I was suggested to do yoga, this was probably over three years into my journey. I had my first failed IVF and yeah, I found it so hard and not the physical aspect because I am naturally born to be flexible, but it was the mental and it was just Mm. so painful to have to sit there for even two minutes, like doing a pose or relaxing or you know, meditating, whatever it was, I struggled really, really hard. And even, you know, trying to do it at home or trying to do it, I was a part of a gym at the time and they had yoga sessions. And I think it was not that the um, practitioner wasn't a beautiful yogi person. It just, it didn't click. And I was so fortunate to move to Lincolnshire in the UK 
And this woman was doing yoga sessions in the gym and she was a hustler. She would like bring all the mats, the blocks, the ropes, you know, and she would do these classes in like the um, college, you know, she didn't have like a practice yet. And it clicked. I mean, that, that one person was her that it clicked with. And maybe I was ready. I had another failed IVF. I don't know. I don't know what it was, but it took me a really long time to get into yoga. And then once I did, because I didn't give up on it, it was like you, it was like, this saved my life. This, this saved my yeah. journey. This saved me, you know, from stressing out over all the little shit you know, that we stress over and especially during infertility. And if we are doing IVF treatment, I don't think you realize at the time when you're doing it, how stressed you actually are. Yeah. Like I look back and go, no, what, like, no wonder that shit didn't work. <laughs> like, why would you think it would work? You were so beyond overstressed and under loved. And obviously my diet played a big part into it as well. What do you think the magic of yoga is? Personal thought on that. Well, first of all, I'm big into shared intention. So for instance, at Fertile Hope Yoga, we're all there. Everyone's there, generally heading in the same direction, right? Or looking in the same direction. And so shared intention and practicing in the community. So like you talked about connecting with that teacher, right? And maybe you were ready, the environment. Environment, I think really, really matters. And then the match, so part of the magic is being able to be in a community, shared intention. And then what happens when you feel safe in that place is that everything becomes contagious. So I talk about this a lot. So when one person finds their breath, and when I talk about finding a breath, I, I mean really sinking into your body and breathing in a way where your body's the tension, you know, the muscles, the skin, the bones can just, just start to drop. That's contagious, right? Or even consistency in showing up, right? No matter what you are feeling that day or allowing yourself to cry. I can't tell you how many tears my yoga mat has collected over the years, you know, but it's the magic is in helping you to show up without any judgment, without any preconceived notions about what it's supposed to be, what you are supposed to be or not supposed to be. And in that unlocking then your light, your infinite wisdom, your infinite truth, you know, and none of that is contingent on any numbers, any doctors, any anything other than what's inside you and allowing that to come to the surface. And, you know, sometimes to, for that to come to the surface, it's kind of like, like a volcano, right? <laughs> and, you know, there's layers. So sometimes in the beginning that especially the external layers are so have so much vata energy or like like chitta that's what we call it we're noise right so we have to start first figure out how to like calm a little bit the noise and then we get to the next layer it's like oh okay now i don't have the noise then and then eventually you just keep chipping away and then once you find the the volcanic eruption it's but it's in a good way it's like stuff can come out now stuff is free flowing your energy is free flowing things start to fall in place in your life you know now you're able to find clarity, you're able to move through whatever circumstance is happening. It's no longer happening to you, but you can just 
let it come in, let it go. You know, it, it becomes this, instead of like a start, stop, start, stop. Now you're just like in it. What else is there? I mean, that's like moving through life in a way. It's resilience, really. It's resilience yeah. training. Yoga is resilience training. Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people think yoga is like a physical thing, right? Which it is. But what I got from it was more the mental side of it. And like you say, pulling back those layers. So when you're struggling to do yoga in the beginning, not your ego going, I want to like think about the past or I don't want to deal with that issue or I want to sit here in my anger. I want to be pissed off where I think yoga really teaches you that that those aren't safe places. And you have to get really vulnerable to allow yourself to leave those places. I know that when I was really deep in that practice, I actually got pregnant uh, for a second time and it was with my IVF baby. And not that I think that yoga practice got me pregnant. There was a lot of factors, obviously IVF, (laughs) immune suppressing drugs, um, my clean diet and my mindfulness all helped that pregnancy. But I was dealing with a woman that I couldn't escape. You know, it was like a coworker or like that family friend or that family member that just, you. I knew I didn't want her in my life at that time because I was really trying to hard not to get into drama and I was leaving all that behind me. But she was there. She was my neighbor. <laughs> her husband's worked together. And a lot of that practice was me sending light and love to her. Mm. because that's all I could do. I could not control her. I could not control her attitude. And all I could control was the way I responded to her. And I had to work really deep not to let those triggers in. My best friend just happened to be living with us as well. And her husband worked with my husband. And, you know, a few like incidents happen. And she's like, man, you handled that well. I thought you were going to go off on her. And I was like, no, it's, it's my new yoga. <laughs> it's my new me, <laughs> you know, but that I have that. I have that whole experience. I have yoga to thank for getting me through that. Because if I didn't have that practice, that place, that safe spot, I could have really let that situation get out of hand and it would have affected my health and my fertility journey. So from like a functional medicine point of view with yoga, it your breath can change your DNA, right? Your mind can t- change your DNA, your hormones, like everything is connected. And so when you get to those deep vulnerable places, you're actually changing the expression of your whole body. That's where the science, the magic, all that, whatever you want to call it, is happening with yoga. It's a really amazing practice. And physically, it does. It does help strengthen and let you stretch and all those things. You can be, you know, I think in society we grew up is like you have to hit the gym hard. You have to run a marathon. You have to lift the weights. You have to do jazz hands, you know, like that's the way to be healthy. And I think yoga is really shifting that for all of society, which is great. Yeah. And it, it aligns so well with the season of fertility and pregnancy. And because these are these times in our lives, like you were talking about, are not linear, right? It's not like, okay, we're going to lift this amount of weight and we're going to, you know, eat this amount. Da, 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 da. No, like this is a cycle. We're now cycling. Yeah. We're growing and we're releasing, we're opening. And then we're, you know, so it's like this, it's, we're, it's a cycle. There's so much science about yeah. like what you were talking about, like the physical part of it, you know, 
the, the reduction in inflammation and how reducing cortisol levels and what that allows your your reproductive hormones to then thrive in your body and ovulate <laughs> allows ovulation to happen and yeah there's just so much we can reverse disease because disease is basically founded in inflammation so if we can reduce inflammation through stress and um, increasing blood flow and nourishment like you were talking about you know this is it's a nourishing practice a holistic yes. nourishing practice a hundred percent and it, you know i always tell my clients you can have the best diet in the world but if you don't handle your stress that stress can fuck you up for a lot of us now with autoimmune issues you have to have both you know mm -hmm. unless you do want to use the immune suppressing drugs you know which is your own choice like that's it's not good or bad but um I know for me, I needed both in my life to get to a certain amount of health to get pregnant naturally, which when we all think about it, that's our ultimate goal. We never go into our fertility journey going, well, most of us, I know IVF is great for people who you know, really truly need it, but most of us trying to conceive, it's never like, okay, cool. I get to go do IVF now. No, <laughs> you know, like that's not how we like choosing that on the menu on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So tell us a little bit more about Fertility Hope Yoga. Yes. So I've been running this program um, in person for, I, I did that for over a decade at, with a fertility clinic in, in a fertility clinic. And then I realized I kind of looked around and I said, oh my gosh, I'm one of the only people in the world doing this. And I, you know, my, my, I live in a relatively small town here in Rochester, New York. And I wanted to be able to support women and families no matter where they were in the world. So I decided to take a technology plunge and I am the worst per I should not be having an online anything. I'm like the worst person for this, but I figured it out. I persevered. Um, I'm still persevering through this, but it's amazing because bringing it online not only allows us to have a global community now, like bringing women and families from all over the world together, but it allowed me to, to create more specific and customized practices too. So I actually have my program at Feral Hope Yoga, I say is yoga on and off the mat. We have on the mat practices, which are cycle specific. So people can choose how they're trying to get pregnant or not try to get pregnant on any given month and have practices to match what their needs are emotionally, mentally, and physically. We do meditation. I'm big into the community component. I do small group. It's kind of like therapy. I'm not a therapist, but uh, I call them healing circles. We do healing circles on Zoom. Big into mindset because yoga, traditional yoga it's not just yoga on the mat. So it's meditation. It's things called yamas and niyamas, which are, are basically inventory of how we are, our internal world and how we're treating ourselves. So that looks at like compassion and judgment and grace, right? And how we offer that to ourselves, but then how we walk through the world too. So that's same thing, except an outward experience. So that's forgiveness. So we practice all these things. So it's it's a very non-traditional program because it's all online and because it's very, it's all fertility focused, but it's some of the most traditional, probably one of the most traditional yoga practices that most people have been introduced to, like, you know, at this point in their yoga career, because that's my background. I'm a very traditional yogi. So that, and 
all my teachers are directly, you know, studied directly from India, you know, and so I bring that to my program. And most people find it very refreshing because they're, they have the gym yoga in their heads of what yoga yes. is, you know, mm -hmm. and when they, when I expose them to these different ways and, and how it can be so healing, you know, um, it really makes them like, oh, okay, um, maybe I do like yoga now, you know? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's I, the, the community and the commitment too is like showing up with the same people. I feel like during the fertility journey, sometimes you feel like you're explaining yourself over and over and over again. You know, you're kind of seeking, you know, different help, different support. So when you can get into a community and really you can th start thriving in it and um, building on those blocks instead of taking a step back and having to explain yourself again. Yeah. I mean, in general, it's an unwinding, not just yoke from the yoga perspective, but like from what you're like, exactly what you're just saying. You just don't, you can just show up and cry and be under, and everybody like, oh, okay. You know, we get it. you know, like, you don't even have to say anything. We can just like, we know, you know, and it's okay to have those spaces where you can go and the, to know it's okay, no matter what is invaluable, especially these days. Whew. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, we're navigating a lot these days. So let us know, let our listeners know where they can find Fertility Hope Yoga. Yes. So fertilehopeyoga.com and lots of free resources on there. I have a free yoga program, an affirmation deck, lots of free resources. Um, and obviously my paid community as well. Yeah, definitely. I um, promote your affirmation decks uh, all the time. They are Aww. absolutely gorgeous. And I think it is one of the simplest ways to start your mindset yoga practice is printing those out, putting them up. And, you know, even if you're not saying them, you're catching them in, you know, your mind and it's going into your subconscious. And it's one of the first things I did, even before I got into yoga was change up my words. It started to become when I get pregnant, not if I get pregnant and learning about how powerful the subconscious mind is, is a game changer, you know, because when you don't, sometimes when you don't know the science or don't know the whys behind, you know, like, why can't I get into yoga? Why can't I, you know, keep up this diet that I know I need to be on? Why can't I, you know, stop drinking? When you learn about the subconscious and you learn about all your subconscious beliefs, you're like, oh, so that's why <laughs> I get it now. And it's easier to forgive yourself and not beat yourself up and start again, you know, not give up on these practices that are going to be life changing. You know, not only are they going to support you on your fertility journey, but they're going to support you through your pregnancy and through motherhood. Yeah. And we're humans, right? I tell that to my community all the time. Oh, you're a human, not a robot. Oh, yeah. okay. So... <laughs> You know, it's okay, you know, um, yes. no problem. You know, we're here to, if we can keep you on the road, you know, going forward, that's, that's what we're all about. Um, but sometimes you just sit in a ditch and that's okay too, but we're not going to leave you there. You know, we'll exactly. want to sit for a little bit. Okay. We'll stop. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to grab you and get your ass out of there too. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what friends are for, right? Yes, 100%, um, especially during this time, because I think the toxic positivity that has come into uh, our society is not helpful. <laughs> no, I, yeah, no. People are, yeah, people like when they first join for Hope Yoga, they're like, think it's like all peace and love. And then I start swearing or like they, you know, people, I'm like, 
yes, it's okay, guys. You know, think yeah. this is real. <laughs> like this is real. You know, and but at the same time, what's also real is learning how to let stuff move through you, not holding on to it forever becomes, you know, and that's part of the that's part of the practice too. So this is, you know, this is life. It's not, you know, we're not in a bubble. I mean, yes. It's just, yeah, I can't take that either. <laughs> <laughs> just head in, you know, we just want you, you know, for me, it's like, if we get in a funk, then it's like, okay, what do we need to do to reorient? Right. What are you going to listen? Listen, listen, listen. Yeah. Pause. Yeah. Breathe. Okay. And then we don't take steps until we do that. And then you'll know, you just know your next step. You just know. And that knowing yeah. is what's more powerful than anything else. And that will serve you. And if, you know, for anyone who's listening, who is a mom that's coming, you know, not a mom on the way, mom, you are gaining the muscles and skills you need now that are just, are going to be, you're just going to be so strong at those things when you have your baby, have your children, and you need those like on a daily basis. That's all. You just get a jump. I tell you what, yeah, doing all that work before becoming a mother just makes you a better mom. Yeah. 100%. Best moms I know. Best moms on the planet. <laughs> right. And you know what? I think that's why, um, partly why I'm so dedicated to, like, I've given my life, my, it was my life work to support women who are going through these challenges because they want to be moms. You know, my mom didn't want, that's not my story, right? Yeah. I'm dedicating my life to women who want that more than anything. And because of that already are best damn moms. And they yeah. are every single one, the best moms ever. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> yeah. it's, true. it's true. I mean, there's no depth of gratitude that, that you cannot have that in any other way. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. The understanding and yeah, a hundred percent. Unless you go through it, you don't understand. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It's always such a pleasure to talk to you. I love having you in my life in, in little ways. I know we don't get to see each other loads, but yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Well, thank you for the invitation. And yeah, if anyone has any questions, please reach out. I'm open book and I'm always here to just give whatever I can. Yeah. And you'll find all the links down in the show notes, how to connect with Erin and how to join Fertile Hope Yoga. Thank you once again for tuning in to the Finding Fertility podcast. If you're loving this podcast, please leave us a rating and review and let us know how this podcast is supporting you to get steps closer to creating your dream family. I hope you have a beautiful weekend and we will see you next Friday for another episode of the Finding Fertility podcast.